Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. Which let's get into, where is Miramar Beach? If you haven't been here to our area, we are right there in the middle of the Emerald Coast. Where's the Emerald Coast? It is from Pensacola all the way down to Panama City Beach, right? And we're smack dabbed in the middle, just a bit off to the east, right? In Miramar Beach. Now, Miramar Beach is just east, <laughs> just east of where Destin is, if we look at that on the map. And it is considered, actually, the far west area of the 30A area, which is quite interesting. Depends on who you talk to. The population of uh, Miramar Beach, according to niche.com, is 8,815. All right, so not a big community there, but it's basically an island, but it's really a peninsula. <laughs> All right, so let's hit you with some cons first. I always love getting these out of the way first, and then we'll go into the pros to make it sound real good towards the end, because it is. Okay, so number one, traffic. God, for the last 10 years, I feel like the traffic has just been awful. <laughs> They're always doing construction on 98, and it's just, it's just so frustrating. Good news is, is that they finally, after all this construction has been done over and over again, have taken that four-lane highway and converted it into a six. And that goes all the way into Destin until you hit Airport Road, and then it goes back down to four. There's just so much traffic going down 98, and I'm really, really happy to see that. The construction is still going on. This is 2023, and it's still going on, but we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Matter of fact, if you're used to this area, you used to be coming in from the east going west, you'd be going through Sandestin, you'd be in the left lane, and all of a sudden that left lane just ended. And it was so frustrating. You're like, oh, now i got to merge. And everybody else forgot to. Even as locals mindlessly just going down, like, oh, man, I'm in the wrong lane, right? Uh, they changed that. So now it's just three, three, four lanes or whatever that go down that way. And uh, the other one just turns into a turning lane. So it's actually pretty good. So uh, they have improved it. Now, traffic also in uh, off of Scenic Golf Drive and Scenic Highway 98 I mean, you're always going to have that, especially during our tourist season, which is usually June through um, June, July, August is the peak season. So you're going to have a lot of pedestrian traffic. You're going to have a lot of people driving down that road and looking out, not paying attention to anything as well, which I don't blame them because it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but you're going to get that traffic down there. So just anticipate that. <sighs> All right. Number two, number two. It gets hot and cold here, all right? Uh, it can get somewhere up into the 90s, sometimes in the summer, and even as low as 20. We actually had a couple of weeks ago, this is beginning of 2023, where it actually got down to like 20 degrees, right? It was really cold for us Floridians. Uh, but normally you're not gonna see that for cold. We usually have about four months of cold, which is somewhere between December and March, and March is when it starts heating up. But cold is relative to us. Average temperature is like 45, 55 degrees, but you'll see warm spurts get up into the 80s. But we'll see typically around 60s, 70s, low 70s, something like that. Um, it does get hot <laughs> if you haven't been here before. 
the hot makes it more hot with the humidity. So even so, it says 80 something, 80 with just 80 degrees with the humidity. I'm a marathon runner. So I train during the summer. Don't ask me why, but I just want to run a fall race somewhere not here. And it is just 80 degrees is as cool as it got. And it's still 90 something percent humidity. And I'm dying. <laughs> uh, so if, if you are into sports and things like that, just, just keep that in consideration. Okay, number three, it's crowded in the summertime. Go figure, right? This is a tourist town. Um, but again, it does peak somewhere between June and August. Uh, most of your crowds are going to be down towards the beach anyway. And we're going to see a lot of traffic through traffic on 98. Hopefully the extra lanes on both sides will help mitigate that. Number four, there's a lot of short-term rentals. So if you're looking to live in this area, there's going, just anticipate that there's going to be a lot of not full-time people there. Uh, there's a ton of VRBOs, Airbnbs, and just rent, short-term rental managers out there because, I mean, it's the cheap part of 30A, if there's a cheap part of it. <laughs> um, if you're curious about this area, ask your local real estate agent. Heck, ask us if you are looking to purchase or invest down here, or uh, just check the local HOAs for the specific ones. Now, there are gated communities that are throughout here, which I'll get into a little bit later, uh, which are specifically just for those people that are looking to live there long term. <laughs> All right, number five, home prices are higher than the surrounding cities, right? So Miramar Beach, it's medium single family home price. So the median is 1.15 million. Now that's as low as 320,000, but as high as 25 mil. Whew, 25 mil. That thing was gorgeous. <laughs> All right, so in comparison for single family homes, let's talk about Destin and Niceville. So Destin has a median single family home for 950,000 is the median, right? And that has a range of 232,000 to 10.2 million, okay? Uh, for Niceville, which is just north of this area, uh, you're gonna have around 475,000, quite the difference there, and a range of 160,000 to 2 million. Okay, now if you're looking for the condo life, which I can't blame you, if you're looking for the condo life down in Miramar, uh, your uh, median for, for that area in Miramar Beach is going to be 574500 And that's a range of 150000 which is not on the golf side, it's on the bay side, to 4.11 million. Now let's compare that to Destin. Destin has a uh, average price of 536,500 for their condos or medians. And it's a range of 127,000 to 3.2 million. And if you wanna compare apples to apples with Niceville, well, Niceville doesn't have golf front. It's on the bay. So take this with a grain of salt, but your average or medium price up there is gonna be 295,000. And that's a range of 121,000 all the way up to 2.6 million. But again, no beautiful golf front. <laughs> all right. All right, moving on to number six um, for their cons. There's a lot of air traffic, right? You have Destin Airport, but typically you're just going to see it. You're definitely not going to hear the, the private airplanes coming in uh, where you're going to be at in Miramar. Uh, but you are going to have plenty of the military aircraft they do exercises where we, 
I mean, I used to fly. So we used to do what's called beach runs in the C-130s. And you have all sorts of unique uh, military aircraft and other people in exercises, helicopters, stuff like that, that will be just kind of buzzing down the beach. It's really cool to see um, if you're into that sort of thing. But you are going to hear aircraft noises throughout that area, thanks to the military base. Number seven, um, free parking is in high demand. There's not a whole lot of it, uh, especially around Papano Joe's, uh, that area. If you want to get there, you got to get there soon and don't leave because <laughs> there's just constantly people trying to get in there to park. Um, there are some other areas throughout that does have public parking, but it's far and few between. And it's usually off the beaten path. Uh, a lot of the places down there, too, you'll be able to access in different places. There are just different accesses to the beaches, but they're not very big. So what I would suggest if you have a part or close enough to get a golf cart, hey, if you're south of 98, you can have a golf cart and go wherever the heck you want and you won't be so concerned about the parking. Okay, uh, number eight is uh, there, there are private beaches because we're, we're now in Walton County. There's been this big thing for years and years about who owns the beach, where's the beach, when is it public, when is it private? Uh, but most of it's if you're coming from the land side of it, and you're not just walking down the beach. And even if you are, it's usually pretty well marked. Just be careful where you set yourself up for a beach day to make sure you're not in any of those private beaches. And number nine, uh, the cost of living is going to be a bit higher here too. Now, if you ever look at cost of living, it's usually on an index of about 100. So anything above 100 is going to be above. Anything below is going to be below the national average. Now, overall for Miramar Beach was 126.2, which means it's 26.2% higher than the national average for your cost of living. All right, you ready? It's pro time. All right, let's talk about the pros of Miramar Beach. First and foremost is the shopping. Man, the shopping is awesome there, okay? You got a good combo of some bargain places as well as high-end areas. Uh, one thing specific that I would like to mention is the Silver Sand Premium Outlets. Uh, this is where all that traffic finally, I think, the construction's almost done. <laughs> uh, but there are a ton of different stores throughout here. Uh, the infrastructure here is very interesting, too, because they're still trying to get that sort of beach front where a lot, a lot of things are more whitewashed uh, to have that more kind of luxury feel for it. So you're going to see a lot of buildings. Even if you go down to get some food like um, Five Guys, it's still in one of those buildings. You're like, oh, this is a Five Guys restaurant? Who did never have guessed? Uh, but it's uh, kind of part of the culture that they have there. It leads me to number two, which is that there's great restaurants. Yes, uh, we've got great Greek restaurants. One of my favorite there is Aegean, if you've ever been there. Um, personally, I love the uh, chicken Greek salad. <laughs> uh, seafood, um, sometimes seafood with a view, right? Uh, that you can go check out. There's really good Italian places in there, Mexican as well. Uh, there's even an Indian place called Holly. Uh, we got one in Fort Walton Beach too, which is more what I frequent. But when I'm out there, you bet. Uh, Holly Indian uh, is really, really good, but it's all over the place. And just because of the high demand with the tourism, there's, there's really good restaurants that you can get to. Number three, uh, there's, like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of nice gated communities uh, throughout this. So if you're looking for something that's going to be a little bit more private, a little bit more um, catered to the locals and you want to become a local here, a Floridian, uh, if you do yourself a favor and take a look, because there's a lot of small communities 
uh, but look on Google Maps, just maps.google.com, and then just look for the shaded areas. If it's shaded, it means that it has a private access and usually has a gate. Now, some of these gates are manned, uh, most of which aren't manned. They'll usually have um, some sort of key code or something for you to get in there. But those are the areas with those separate places um, or separate communities. Number four, the beaches are breathtaking. You've got uh, obviously the white sand beaches flanked with that emerald colored water. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, traffic be damned. Drive down Scenic Highway 98 and you'll see it's absolutely gorgeous. And I'm just taking a slow cruise and just seeing how absolutely gorgeous it is here. Just amazing. Number five, uh, there's a great mix of vacation condos and rental areas. So it is kind of separated between the two, but um, it really depends on what sort of environment that you want to live in um, in order to access what they have there. Number six, there's really good schools here. Now, if we want to rate them across the board, it's about an A minus according to niche.com. So what are the, the typical schools that kids go to, the kiddos go to for... Uh, for Miramar Beach, well, first and foremost is uh, the elementary school, which is Van R. Butler. That's where they go. Uh, middle school is the Emerald Coast. And high school is South Walton. Now, if you want to get reviews for that, of course, just Google those names or go to niche.com. That's where we get a lot of reliable information from. And if you go through the comments, you'll get a real indication of uh, what the school is like. But haven't heard anything really negative. Okay, number seven is that you get access to Sandestin, and Sandestin is a resort. It's also on the south side of 98 and the north side. I personally, other than showing different condos, have spent a lot of relaxation time in the north side. Why? Because it's got great golfing. It's got this place called Baytown where you've got great dining. There's events all the time. Um, there was tequila and taco fest uh, usually in the fall. Uh, Baytown's Brew Fest was a great one too. There's just so many events that are happening in there. There's plenty of art events that happen throughout there. And they've got some pretty good nightlife as too. Baytown in nightlife is pretty nice if you want to kick it with a tourist. <laughs> now, if you do want a little bit more of the local spell, you're not too far away from Destin uh, where you can get that in, that great nightlife as well. All right, number eight, um, you're on the other end of 30, um, 30A right? And because of this, it's going to feel more affluent. Like I had mentioned before, the infrastructure, there's a lot of whitewash on top of it. It's a little bit more decadent. There's, there's a lot more things that you're going to go through <clears throat> that makes it feel like people had spent money and take care of these things. And it's got that, that sort of 30A feel to it, which is why I, I believe that people say that, you know, Miramar and Sandessen is part of 30A. I get it. <laughs> I don't know if it is because it's not really on 30A, but whatever. Uh, okay, and number nine, um, one of the comments that I've got from uh, some people that have lived there that went through us is that healthcare is really close. So if that's something that's really important to you, uh, healthcare is close in both directions, whether you need to get to Destin or we need to get out to South or into Walton, um, Walton County areas, Sandestin, 30A area, things like that. So all that healthcare is actually relatively close to be able to help you out. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida.
and make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text, or email, because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida. 